0: Welcome to FitRx with Dr. Greg Dennis. Join me as we challenge the standard sick model of healthcare. This is your source for everything health, wellness, fitness, prevention, biohacking, and more. Welcome to the first ever episode of Fit RX with Dr. Greg Dennis, and I'm your host. Yes, you guessed it, Dr. Greg Dennis. And yes, this is another health and fitness podcast. And you're probably asking, why do we need another health and fitness podcast? There are plenty out there. And yes, there are. Uh, but before I answer that, let me just tell you about myself. This will be a fairly short episode. It's kind of an introduction as to who I am. Um, So I graduated medical school at Kansas City University of Medicine and Biosciences in Kansas City, Missouri. I met my wife there in medical school, so she is a physician as well. We both did residency at Via Christi Family Practice in Wichita, Kansas. Great residency. I was very well-trained, in my opinion. It's probably one of the best in the country. So I left residency as, eventually a board-certified family practice doctor, ready to go help people. And I know that sounds cliche, but really isn't that why we get into medicine, to help people? So I was ready to help people. So I started, like most do, in corporate medicine in uh, Mustang, Oklahoma. I since moved to Mercy Health in Yukon, Oklahoma, and I'm actually still there now. And I was practicing, quote, evidence-based medicine. And, you know, anytime patients would suggest doing things otherwise or any kind of alternative health, I would say, oh, no, you know, I practice, quote, evidence-based medicine. We, We have to stay in that realm because that's the way we do things. You know, we're trained as doctors to prescribe medicines. And frankly, patients have come to expect that they get medicines. So you go to the doctor, you get a medicine. Because we all know the mark of a good doctor is one that knows the right medication to prescribe, right? Well, we'll talk about that more later. So anyways, over the years, I began to realize that my patients really weren't getting better. Now, their numbers look better. Their A1C went down. For those of you who don't know what an A1C is, it's a a marker of blood sugar that indicates how well their blood sugar is controlled for, for diabetics. Their cholesterol went down. So on paper, their, their numbers look good, but they're still sick. They're still obese. They're still in pain. They still have autoimmune diseases. They had no improvement in quality of life. So I just began to question, you know, this, quote, standard of care. And are we really making people better? Now, before I go any further, I want to say, look, I still prescribe medications. I prescribe blood pressure medications. I prescribe antibiotics if you have strep throat. So I haven't abandoned this, but I just think that where I've learned that there are some better ways to do things. So I wanted to make people better, and I felt like I wasn't doing that. So I just started taking a deep dive into the literature, and that was difficult because There's not a lot of literature out there that's really not persuaded in some form or fashion. Uh, Dr. William Davis, a cardiologist who wrote Wheat Belly, said in his book that up to 95% of the studies that are out there that physicians go by, you know, to do what we call evidence-based medicine, 95% of those studies are influenced, the author of the studies influenced in some way or another. Now, is it that high? I don't know. But it's high. So I just began taking a deep dive in studies and started reading books. And I started experimenting on myself, just doing things like fasting and eating a different way, not the way that the American Diabetes Association or the American Heart Association recommends, but uh, you know things that I was was learning that actually might make people better. I learned how to optimize hormones, and we'll talk about that in detail in future episodes. And people started getting better, and it was amazing. And I'll give you a great example. I talked about that A1C, which is a marker for diabetes. And I had a guy who had an A1C of over 14. Now, for you non-healthcare practitioners, may not mean much to you, but extremely high blood sugar. Okay, his blood sugar is living in the 300s. Okay. Now, normally, I would have put this patient on insulin multiple medications for an a1c that high because that's the way we're taught and frankly most doctors would have done that or they would have went on and sent him to an endocrinologist but we had a pretty long discussion about what makes blood sugar go up well guess what makes blood sugar go up yep carbohydrates and so when a diabetic is admitted to the hospital and they're placed on the ADA diet, which is American Diabetes Association diet, guess what that's high in? Yep, you guessed it. Carbohydrates. How much sense does that make? So what do we do in the hospital? We give them insulin. What does insulin do? Insulin makes you gain weight. Anyway, so I digress. But we talked about what makes blood sugar go up. Well, he was very motivated and he was on board with everything I was saying. So Instead of throwing a bunch of medications at him, I decided to let him do a three-month trial on a very low-carb diet, and he was supposed to come back in three months. He came back in four. Well, guess what? His A1C was less than five, four and a half. Okay, it was better than mine. His insulin level had normalized. He was cured. Diabetes cured. And so, so I thought, okay, here I just pretty much cured a guy's diabetes. So why wasn't this method ever taught to me? Nobody ever told me I could do that with a form of diet or fasting to cure somebody's diabetes. Well, the reason it was never taught to me is there's no money in it. There's no money in it for anybody. Yes, it makes people better, but nobody makes money. Like Big Pharma. You know, as you, as I went back and started looking at these studies, like I was talking about earlier, a lot of these are tied into Big Pharma. Big Pharma has big pockets. And so they're the ones that can fund these studies. And so, you know, Certain things that we do that makes people better, we don't learn that because nobody makes money, and that's just the honest truth. Now, to all my big pharma friends out there, love you guys. Again, I'm not anti-drugs. I just think that we should be taught you know, a better way to do things, and that, to me, the mark of a good doctor is to be able to make somebody better without drugs. At least to try that first. But anyways, so the system the system is is messed up and hence the name a lot of people refer to this as the sick model of healthcare because it's really not about making people better. It's just honestly making people more sick. I'll give you another example. How many rheumatologists do you hear telling patients to avoid lectins? that goes back to dr stephen gundry's research on lectins and there's been many many rheumatologic patients with autoimmune disease healed you know from avoiding something called lectins but you don't ever hear that you know it's just it's just all about medicine oh you just have to be on medicine so it's a messed up system so anyways as i begin to learn all this i Continued to read, study, really trying to become an expert in nutrition, learn about longevity. This prompted me to get certified in something called age management medicine that I finished last year. And it's really learning not only how we can live longer, but how we can expand our health. You know, because what good is it to live to be 95 if... You're in a wheelchair and you can't get up and move around and you're on 15 different medicines, okay? I want to live to be 95 and be vibrant and going out on hikes and enjoying life and hopefully still having sex with my wife. I mean, that's what it means to extend our health span. And that's what age management medicine does and anti-aging medicine and things like that. So why fit Rx? Um, So I'm a fitness fanatic. Love to work out and optimize my health in that realm. So I put the fit in there with the Rx because I'm a doctor. see the connection there. Um, I also enjoy biohacking, and you're probably asking what the heck is biohacking. So biohacking is basically things you do to change your brain or body. To make them function better most of the time when we refer to biohacking it's could be uh viewed as some kind of crazy out there things ben greenfield would be a great example of a a biohacker Uh, love ben greenfield's podcast and he does some pretty extreme stuff not quite to that level yet but um i really i i don't ask my patients to do anything that i'm not willing to do so Anyways, so Fit RX, this is going to be a podcast for everybody. If you're unhealthy and you're on a whole lot of medications and you want you're just tired of the sick model of healthcare and you want to learn how to get off medications and you want to learn deep down you know there's a better way, this podcast is going to be for you. If you're maybe not unhealthy yet, but you're just kind of eating the standard American diet, you really want to begin to, to make some healthier choices, this podcast is for you. If you're already healthy and you just are maybe like me who want to take it to the absolutely highest level to optimize your health, this podcast is for you. My goal is to take... My experience as a clinician, my knowledge in anti-aging medicine, my personal experiences with diet, exercise, all of that, and share it with you to optimize your health. We're going to talk about optimizing hormones, the best way to lose weight, and just really uh, live a vibrant life, be able to live life to the fullest. So that's my goal for this podcast. Um, I continue to learn. I love reading about this kind of stuff, and I read books all the time. So I don't think there's ever gonna be a shortage on topics that I'm wanting to talk about. I will promise that I will be genuine, honest. I certainly don't have all the answers, um, but I won't try to blow smoke. And if I don't know something, uh, I'll try to find the answer or uh, I will tell you that I don't know. I have been told by people that, as a physician, I can explain things really well, so I hope to be able to do that on this podcast. And if you are one of my patients listening to this, I do appreciate you, and I uh, hope you'll find this information useful. Fortunately, you will not have to listen to me just talk on every podcast. I know I have a pretty bland voice, so My goal is to interview experts on different topics. So thank you for listening. Uh, I hope that you're intrigued, and I hope that you will join me for future episodes, and that you will want to share this with friends and family so that they can optimize their health as well. If you don't listen to any other episode, please listen to the next one about how to lose weight the right way. I am certain that either you or somebody you know has struggled to lose weight. So please have them listen to this next episode. So thank you again. I'm Dr. Greg Dennis, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to FitRx. I invite you to share this with friends and family. If you would like, you can check out our website at vibrantlifedc.com, or you can email me at drgregg@vibrantlifedc.com This podcast is for general information only. It is not intended as a substitute for general health care services. If you have medical conditions, you need to see your doctor. Use of this information is at the user's own risk.